without a plan, and I didn't make this up, somebody else said it, without a plan for where it is you're heading, it is impossible to differentiate between a real opportunity and a distraction. Welcome to The Ziggler Show, where we inspire your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and in this show, we are back with executive coach Ed DaCosta, our guest in show 591. This time, we go behind the scenes to get his personal habits for success following the seven spokes and the Ziggler Wheel of Life. I really appreciated his statement of, we create habits and they create us. I've repeated that multiple times since that conversation. As a quick refresher, Ed DaCosta is an author and executive coach who works with a lot of C-level executives, giving them a safe place to talk about their, in essence, he calls them their gremlins, the fears and insecurities and limiting issues in their own psyche. This gives him, however, a profound insight into the real life issues that hold people back, even those top performers. It's incredibly eye-opening. Uh, Ed has a great offer for us as well with his Ascend Coaches Toolkit, which I know we have a ton of coaches in the Ziegler audience. You can find it at eddecosta, D-E-C-O-S-T-A dot com slash A-C-T. All right, we're going to dig into this conversation with Ed right after I share some great resources with you. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra-rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Okay, then, folks, here we talk with Ed DaCosta about his daily habits for success. All right, well, Ed, you graciously shared a lot of your personal story in our main interview. And folks, if you're listening now and haven't caught that, please do. It was significant. Uh, but this one, we're going to walk through, of course, the Ziegler Wheel of Life, the seven spokes, and hear what your any struggles you have in these areas. And uh, but what the healthy habits are that you employ to have as much success and balance as you can. First spoke is physical. Tell us about the physical side of your well-being. Absolutely, Kevin. I thoroughly enjoyed being on the show and really, really happy to to participate in this uh, portion as well. I'm a huge fan of habits because as you know, I'm sure many of your, most of your listeners probably know, we create our habits. I just love this juxtaposition of words. We create our habits and then they create us. So for for me, I am not, um, I am not uh, an ultra marathon runner or in particularly great shape, uh, especially given the the health uh, issue that I just went through last year. Um, But 
for a mid fifties guy, I'm in better shape than most at my age and nothing you haven't heard a hundred times. It's, it's about diet, exercise, rest, and hydration. The big four, the four pillars it has been said again, millions of times, but you know, I, I, I exercise, I get a sweat, just get a sweat. I have a dog and I live in West Virginia, which is the mountain state, even though compared to the Rocky mountains, we right. don't have any mountains in West Virginia. They're all hills. Um, but walking up and down these mountains or these hills uh, gets me perspiring, gets some sweat at least four to five times per week. Eat right. Eat the right portions. You know, I'm not a big dairy guy. I'm not a vegan per se. But as your metabolism slows, as you age, you must realize that you've got to watch not only what you eat, but the time that you eat it and the portions, the portion control. Um, and then, of course, the ones that aren't normally talked about so much is hydration and rest. Hydration, you know, I my goal is to drink 100 ounces of water per day. I have, uh, for a lot, many years, had this Nalgene bottle, which is, what is it? 33 ounces. Okay. So 33 ounces. And I drink at least three of these a day. And I'm on my, and I'm about halfway through my second one and it's in the middle of the day. So I'm on track to, to drink three of these a day. Ah, beautiful. Well, next spoke is family. Uh, and I know you've got, I believe three kids. I'm wondering, you still got one at home? No, we are empty nesters. Now my oh. youngest Laura is a 21 year old pharmacy student. And so she is away at school, although she's not far away. She doesn't live at home, which is pretty typical of 21-year-olds who don't want to live uh, yeah. with mom and dad. And uh, But so she, we see her every, every Sunday. We see one of our adult sons who's through school. Um, uh, also, at least once a week, he's the father of our grandchild, which is another reason we, we want to see him as often as possible. Uh, we love him too, David, uh, but... Uh, our grandson and our daughter-in-law are amazing. And then I have a son in, uh, in Los Angeles, um, uh, California. And so when they were growing up, and this is something that, again, we'll talk about this probably at another point in this conversation, but Linda and I, my wife of 39 or 30, 31 years, um, have a bi-weekly date night. Every other Saturday night is our date night. Sometimes it's dinner, sometimes it's a movie, sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's we'll go to Sam's Club or Costco and shop. Other times we'll sit in the living room and, and watch a game or, you know, a movie. And so, but the thing that I've not really met a lot of people that do, Kevin, is I have a date night once a month with each one of my children. Now, the one that lives in California, we can't do it, obviously, the way we used to, but when he was growing up for at least six, seven years, even through his college years, once a month dinner with dad, just me and one of the children and wow. their agenda, not my agenda. They know dad's a coach, but it's not a coaching session. It's, it's just be dad, shut up, listen, ask good questions. And, you know, don't, don't run their life. That is, that's profound. I've not heard somebody who, well, you know, you hear people who try to do intentional things, but to have a set 
date night with a spouse is not uncommon. I have not often heard that with a child. Uh, man, that, uh, that speaks to me. I've got a lot of kids. It's hard to take that one-on-one time. It, it truly is. And I'm not saying that everyone has to do it this way. For me, having three children and four weeks in a month, it, it, it lend, it did lean, lend itself. You know, the first Wednesday of the month was David. The second Wednesday of the month was Brian. The third Wednesday of the month was Laura and, and Linda, my wife, she was very much and still is very much in, in favor of it. In fact, I'm going to have lunch, a late lunch with my daughter, Laura today, uh, because I was on a podcast of some guy named Kevin uh, during, yeah, yeah. yeah, some guy. You can blame me. I can blame you, but uh, we're going to have a late lunch because she is taking her last final exam uh, during the time we were going to uh, be at lunch anyway. So it'll be a late lunch. It'll be just her and I celebrating the end of the school year and, and just some time, some daddy daughter time only with you know, without a six-year-old daughter. Instead, she's, she's 21. Ah, that's beautiful. Well, Hey, the next, next spoke here is mental. Uh, what are the, the daily things you have and do employ for just keeping your mental edge? Sure. Yeah. Put, put stuff in your, in your head, right? Just be very, very mindful and very intentional. If I sound like John Maxwell, guilty, (laughs) guilty, guilty as charged with a big smile on my face, be very mindful of what you watch, what you listen and listening to, and what you're reading. And so I I watch um, you know TED talks. I listen to some of my favorite authors' books on tape when I am on the treadmill or when I'm exercising. Again, not terribly uncommon. And I'm a book hound. I just I'm a huge fan of books, and um, so I I read every single day for at least, and I'm not talking about email or the, the reading that we do as part of our work, but to be very intentional to read, um, you know, good, challenging things that will help you grow. Okay. So what is, I'll put you on the spot. What is a recent read that has been uh, impacting to you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually, believe it or not, this is going to be kind of a, a, a kind of an industry thing. I'm reading a book the, the 50 top tools for coaching. Ah. And I'm also reading food Inc. Um, yep. uh, which is again, if you want motivation and the information necessary to eat more intentionally, um, uh, read food Inc. It will shock you. Yes, that is a, uh, I'll second that. It's an incredibly, uh, incredibly profound book. And I think a documentary as well. It is. I've not seen the documentary, but I have, I've read what I am on page 125. So I am about a little less than halfway through it. Yeah. It's one of those, if you don't want your diet altered, don't read it. Uh, cause it will, it oh, will do with, that. without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you will never eat a chicken sandwich the same way again <laughs> yeah. or, or at all. Yeah. Or at, at all. all. Exactly. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next spoke here is, uh, is financial. What are the things that you, you know, have employed over the years to keep you financially healthy? So have a plan, have a budget. You know, I spent a good amount of my career when I was a corporate guy in sales and marketing. So I'm very, familiar with the concepts of uh, quotas and how much money you need to generate in order to sustain a lifestyle. 
you know, raising a family, putting kids through college, having, you know, five vehicles. I mean, it's an expensive money doesn't, you know, buy happiness. Okay. But it helps. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. and I, again, I'm not trying to be flippant about it, but it's, it's a whole lot easier to live in a, in a, in a happy place, so to speak, when you've got resources and don't have the stress and anxiety that are caused by financial challenges. And, and, and frankly, what I just went through last year with the, the brain surgery, if not for the cushion that I had built up, I mean, it would have been devastating. And it still yeah. was terrible, terrible and not recommended. I don't recommend brain surgery for anyone unless you really need it. Uh, but, um, you know, we, we made it through and, and here I am on the other side and didn't lose the house and didn't lose my family and all of that. So uh, have a plan. And, and then again, you know, charge what you're worth. Charge what you're worth. You know, your time is the only commodity that you cannot replicate. And so your, you know, your talent and your, your treasure is the time that you can devote to things. And, and many people that are entrepreneurs, they undersell, meaning they, you know, they don't recognize the value that they, that they provide to people and therefore do not require others to pay what they're really worth. And um, so that's, that has a financial impact on them, whether they realize it or not. Okay. So let me leverage your position in being so involved as you are in the coaching consulting world and ask you to spend 60 seconds on that in regards to coaches and consultants. We have a lot of people in the Ziegler audience that do that and speakers as well, but people who are charging for their, their value, their time, but it's very, you know, this is not a product service uh, so much as they are selling themselves. And uh, I know that that is such a hard spot to be comfortable, especially for those starting out. But even as you know, even those that have been doing it for a while to, you know, when to increase and when to feel confident in how much they can charge in regards to how much value they think they do bring. Sure. So, yeah, we could talk about this for two hours. And Kevin, I know we don't have anywhere close to two hours. So to give the short but meaningful top of the waves answer is you got to buy yourself. So the time to charge what you're worth is now, is now. So for many people, very, very difficult because you're talking to the person in the mirror and you know that person. And so the thing we talked about, one of the things we talked about uh, on the show your gremlin, your self-limiting beliefs. One fairly straightforward technique is to imagine what you would say to your twin brother. Do you have a twin brother? I do not. Okay. So imagine you had a twin brother, Carl. Okay. So Carl Miller is living in London and he's in exactly the same circumstances that you're in. And he calls you on a Saturday and he says, Kevin, I need your help. And he describes a set of circumstances to you. And you love him. He's your twin. He looks identical to you. That's why you're so glad he lives in London. Nobody confuses you because you're in a different part of the world. What would you say to your brother, Carl, your imaginary twin brother? And it's amazing how, easy, how much easier it is for people to imagine what they would say to a, to a twin brother or sister than what they would say to themselves. Yeah. And so that's that's the number one thing. What would you advise someone that you love and care about would charge 
based upon the value they provide to that client. You know, what is the benefit of doing business with you? How does their life change? And if you can't answer those questions, you have no business charging anything. Study that. Understand fully. Call your old customers. I'm curious. I need five minutes of your time off the top of your head. What are the main benefits you got from working with me? Write them down. Record the calls if you can, with their permission, obviously. And get, get a solid set of testimonials and 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 examples, anecdotes of the value that you provide. And then just like when you were five years old and didn't want to jump off the diving board into the pool where your mom was or dad was standing there, jump because you're not going to die. Jump. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks to these sponsors for bringing us today's show. Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to think about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to 100 times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and Air Doctor is just the best. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top-tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. All right, Next one, spiritual. Next spoke. I know this is near and dear to your heart, but what do you? It what is. are the, the the habits that you employ for your spiritual wellness? Yeah. So again, pray, pray, practice virtue, practice virtue. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a Christian. Um, so work on your holiness. We're called to be holy. 
We're called to be Christ to others and see Christ in others. You've heard that many times, and I don't mean no. that as an offense to anyone who doesn't happen to be a Christian. I don't mean that. I have many friends that are not Christian, and I love them just as much. Um, but be holy. You know, that, you know, that, that, that mental image of, you know, what would Christ do or what would a holy person do? For me, you know, partnered with John Maxwell, you know, what would John Maxwell do? He's not God. I'm not saying he is God. You know, what would Zig Ziglar do? What would Zig Ziglar do? I never met the man. I feel like I know him, like millions and millions of others feel like we know him because we've seen him and heard his his voice and his enthusiasm is so infectious. So what would Zig do under these circumstances? That's a pretty good rule for life. Yeah. 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 WWZD. WWZD. There you go. <laughs> we'll make those. Uh, next, next spoke is career. And you know, you've had a, a varied career trajectory and I'm sure today, lots of opportunities. What do you do to keep yourself on the path you need to be? Yeah. So you have to balance, you have to balance planning with opportunism. Okay. Meaning, meaning think about it beforehand. Stephen Covey, begin with the end in mind. So many times people say, I don't know what the end is. I don't know what that. I know you don't know what the end is. Pretend you did know what the end is. Imagine your life in five years, five years from now, 2023. Imagine if there was a video of your life in five years and you got a video. Imagine you, Kevin, you got a DVD of your life in five years and somebody handed it to you today. It's not possible, of course, that as far as I'm as far as I know. But imagine if you got highlights of Kevin Miller's life in 2023. Would you watch that DVD? Mm. Now, whether you would or not, what would you want to see? in that DVD. What are the first things you're going to look for? If it was a highlight video of your life in 2023, immediately what comes to mind? You don't have to answer it, but for anybody else, imagine all oh, my family, are my kids alive? What do they look like? How are my, how's my relationship with my business, with my family? What does my bank account look like? Where do I live? Where do I work? You know, do the people at my my place of worship, know who I am. Am I making a difference? All of these fairly standard questions that people think of like, okay, great. I don't have a DVD of your life in 2023, but guess what? You can create it. That's the beautiful thing. 2023 is not coming next Tuesday. It's not coming for 60 months or whatever, 50, 55 months from now. You've got time to build it. And, you know, that career-wise is, is, is what you, you must do. Because, again, without a plan, and I didn't make this up. Somebody else said it. Without a plan for where it is you're heading, it is impossible to differentiate between a real opportunity and a distraction. Mm. And for, for I'm sure for you, Kevin, and it's probably more so uh, for you because of your public persona, but it's certainly true for me that I get lots of so-called opportunities that I have to tell people, you know, it's not in my DVD and I'm going to pass. No offense. I wish you nothing but success, but this isn't for me. Yes. Yes. I remember 
I remember well the revelation of that when I was able to let go of all these great opportunities that were causing me stress yeah, of ultimately course. of what should I take advantage of and say, you know what, I know where I'm supposed to be. So absolutely. Um, well, Hey, last spoke here, Ed is personal. And I know all this is personal, but what are the things you do? Anything you do for fun, play hobbies, the things that give you joy and make you the best Ed you can be. Yeah. So again, this is, this is the reason for living. Just remember, and, 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 and I'm not doing this for any melodramatic purposes, but remember this, when you come to the end of your life, your life on earth, you are going to, and this has been studied, people are going to have largely one of two feelings, regret or satisfaction. There are lots of different ways to say it, pride, legacy, and, and I'm not here to have a semantic debate, but let's just say you're either going to be happy with what you did in life or you're not. Just make it binary, right? Mm. Are you happy with your life? Like you go to your spouse, do you love me? Right? You're looking for a certain answer. You don't want the answer to begin with, well, you know, you just want, give me the answer, right? Begins with a Y, okay? And say it with enthusiasm, right? Yeah. Are you happy you married me, okay? You know, same thing. Are you happy with your life? Are you satisfied with your life? And if the answer to that question is not yes, then you're going to be full of regret. And if you've ever had to, speak to someone who's at that stage of life who has regret it's a horrible thing to watch because they feel powerless to do anything about it because they're there at the end and they try to make up for lost time and there's all kinds of cliches that i will spare you but for me you know i i just view myself metaphorically speaking and this is weird to some people but again i don't care I'm on a page of the book of my life. Just imagine an enormous book, a book as big as a house, Kevin, okay? Yep. And it's open. So you and I are standing on one of the pages of that book, okay? And that book says today's date. And that book's going to be there. And my grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren are going to get a chance to read that book. And they're going to they're gonna know or someone's going to know, or God's going to know, how did I do today on page whatever it is of my book, okay? And then live today's page, right? You can't change the last chapter. You can't change the chapter four pages ahead. Just work on the page you're on. That is a very compelling image. I love the visual, Ed. I mean, it is something that we talk about. Yeah. Regrets and making the most of the day. And yet to know that it is a book, I, you know, I, I can't hear that without making a call out to somebody we've interviewed, uh, Donald Miller. He wrote oh, a book. Yeah, uh, sure. A, the yeah, storyboard. Mil oh yeah. And, and his book, a million miles in a thousand years and, and his really authentic and humble approach to looking at his own life and saying, is this something that I would want to, uh, what would want to review? Is that a page I would want to read? It's a so wonderful, yeah, it's, it's, it's empowering. It's equipping. It's inspiring. We can inspire ourselves. And, and, and listen, I've got a vision board up. I've got a vision board now. And I, I know we're pressed for time, Kevin, but I've got a vision board up and the most remarked it's, it's huge. And it's on my wall. I'm looking at it right now in the center of the vision board. Okay. 
there's a, there's a symbol of my faith, but there's also a wedding anniversary cake. It says happy 50th wedding anniversary, Ed and Linda, 1986-2036. And I can't tell you how many people have asked me about that. Who is that? What is that cake? I think that's Linda and I's, that's a picture of Linda and I's 50th wedding anniversary cake. Okay, so why do you have a picture of a wedding anniversary cake? Oh, because it reminds me that I want to be married to her in 2036, so that if, if I ever do something that might jeopardize that, I'm going to apologize immediately, but preferably not do it. Um, and if and if she ever disappoints me or causes me to feel anger, I'm going to forgive immediately, because this is my vision of the big picture for me. And I'm not going to allow the, the emotionalism of the moment to spoil the whole painting. I'm not going to do it. That is significant. Um, man, thank you. I, I, you know, I always, I always take a clip from the interview and that's what we start the podcast with. And uh, I have too many to choose from on this. So thank you. For, thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, I'm glad you feel thanks. that way. Well, I do. And, and I appreciate you for, uh, thank you for taking us behind the scenes and just uh, opening up your life to us. It's, it's incredibly inspiring. Uh, Ed, thank you again for giving us your heart and your time. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak with you. It's been a, a real pleasure to do so. Ah, thank you, sir. You're welcome. All right, friends, great sharing from Ed. I'm still, again, stuck on that statement. We create our habits and our habits create us. Again, check out Ed's Ascend Coaches Toolkit for all you coaches and consultants out there at Ed DeCosta, D-E-O-C-O-S-T-E. How about, let me try that again, D-E-C-O-S-T-A dot com slash A-C-T. Hey, if you got value from the show, please let Ed and us know Leave a review in iTunes, giving specific mention to Ed and what you got from him in the show. A lot of you guys have been doing that lately, leaving reviews and mentioning specifics. Thank you so much. It's a great gift to us. Well, coming up next in show 598, we hear a classic message from Zig Ziglar, an analogy that he didn't write, but he shares in such a tangible, profound way. It will hit you maybe like never before. It's actually been used, this story, prolifically in re reference to a sand dollar or a starfish. Both. Um, he actually uses the version with the sand dollar. It's a message that balances seemingly futility with saving someone, helping someone, serving someone. You may well know the story. That's okay. But few deliver it like Zig. And the point is just dramatic if we will really let it sink in and engage with it. From the message, I posted this question on Facebook. For those who truly view their work as their mission, who, speci who specifically are you devoted to saving and serving and how? And I'll disclose right up front, I received less than half the number of response I'm, I'm used to getting. Why? I can't say for sure, but my inclination is, and I talk about it in the show with Tom, is that many people don't really have an answer to this question. Who are they directly serving in their work? Well, there are some great examples and replies given, and Tom and I talk through a number of them and as well talk about our own, who is our avatar for who we want to most serve. Uh, so we had some in-depth discussion on the topics of serving and purpose and finding fulfillment 
in work and knowing that true purpose comes from serving somebody, being of value to someone. So it's a very powerful show. Till then, thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.